From the Downing Museum in Bowling Green, Kentucky, you're listening to Art Actuel. On Thursday, June 9, 2022, I sat down with photographer Andrew Pena, an artist living in Bowling Green, Kentucky. This podcast was recorded in conjunction with Andrew's exhibition, Night Lion, open at the Downing Museum through July 9, 2022. Here is our interview. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing great. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What sort of things do you like to do for fun? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, originally, I'm from Los Angeles, California. Um, and for fun, I love to travel. I love cars, you know. Um, anything that can get me in trouble, basically. <laughs> but um, I love exploring, you know, obviously taking pictures. You know, just having fun cutting up. That's that's all I'm about. Where all have you traveled to? I've been to... I haven't been out of the country yet, actually, but the best place that I've been so far is Hawaii. Oh, it was nice. a Yeah, it was a crazy experience. I went to Maui, stayed on the big island. It was fun. Cool. Yeah. Did you uh, get any cool pictures there? I did, actually, and I actually debated putting one in this exhibit, but oh, this sure. is the Nightline exhibit, so I can't put any, like, you know daytime light you know pictures you. in there i'm glad you mentioned that because the next question i have is um describe your artwork slash medium but also what is nightline like what what okay yeah so um nightline is basically the embodiment of rejection basically so um being the most authentic version of myself you know going to high school being in school and everything people are asking me you know, why aren't you playing on a basketball team? Why aren't you playing baseball, football? Why are you taking pictures, you know? Sure. This is what I do and this is what I enjoy. Um, so Nightline is broken up into two parts. You have the night and you have the line. The line is the go-getter, you know, I'm the type. If I want it, I'm gonna go get it. That's just my philosophy, basically. The night is somewhere where I can disconnect from everyone, from everything, and find myself and, um, you know, just do everything that I'm not supposed to be doing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and just do my own thing. So kind of like going out at night in the streets and exactly. just having fun. Yeah, just kind of, you know, roaming around, seeing what I can get into, or sure. taking pictures. Um, so is a lot of your, your work, I know, centers around kind of urban areas. Do you take yeah. a lot of photos here or these mm -hmm. pictures in this exhibit from places you've been and stuff? Okay, yeah, so um, in this, in this current exhibit specifically, a lot of these pictures have been local. Um, we're not too far from the interstate down the road, sure, 165, yeah. right? Well, um, I have a few spots that I like to go to under some of the overpasses, and uh, I like to take pictures over there. However, I started off taking pictures in bigger areas, Nashville, LA, but you know, I want to draw back in home a little bit. 
So you said you were from LA. How did you end up here in Kentucky? That's a good question. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, well, mom is actually from here. She was a flight attendant with United Airlines, so she met my dad out in LA. Sure. So yeah, most of my family stays in LA, but it's kind of just like us out here right now. Did you go to high school here? Yeah, yeah, okay. I went to Central, uh, freshman, sophomore, and junior years, and then I graduated from Greenwood in 2019. Okay. A little bit. So, and so, uh, I think you you're taking some college classes, or right, or <laughs> something like that. Um, I'm kind of debating whether or not I really need college, but I do want to at least have my associates from Sky. Um, you know, just to make mom proud for once, but then I can transfer over to Western. Yeah. And, um, well, I know you, you mentioned a teacher of yours, David Jones, who's yes. exhibited here. Yes. So I didn't know if, how involved you were with arts, you know. Like yes, um, I had him my first semester art class. And okay, cool. Yeah, it was, he's a real good guy. I loved his class and everything, but yeah. So how did you, uh, when did you start taking pictures? Like how did you kind of get involved in that? Do you do other art? I mean. Not yet. Not yet. I don't okay. do, yeah. My dad is the one who really influenced me to get into art. Um, kind of just runs in the family, I guess. Okay. Um, he's really heavy into music though. Okay, yeah, he sure. plays music, he paints. Um, as far as when I got into photography, I started taking pictures on my iPod 5, like back in 2015. <laughs> like I would be going to Nashville and you know, I love skylines, I love architecture. So I would take pictures of uh, downtown. And then in 2016, I went back home to LA for the summer. I um, actually met up with a big street meet photography thing. Met some really well-renowned photographers out there. Um, cool. They took some of my pictures and they inspired me also. So. Following that 2016 LA trip, I got my first camera, and it kind of just took off from there. What kind of camera do you use? Now, mm -hmm. I use a Canon SL3. Nothing crazy, nothing. It gets the job done. Yeah, yeah. Just nice digital camera, yeah. I guess. Yeah, sure. So a, a lot of your, you know, work again features urban scenes. I guess how do you think the um, the places you travel kind of differ. Like how is Bowling, taking pictures in Bowling Green different than taking pictures in LA or even Nashville, I guess? Mm -hmm. Well, it all really just boils down to culture. Sure. You know, in LA, um, there's a different culture. It's, it's a lot more saturated in LA. You know, there's a lot more going on. I think um, in Bowling Green, it's just like a very homey, cozy feeling, right? So, um, I like to take that homey, cozy feeling and put my own twist on it, my okay. perspective. Sure. So. So how exactly do you create some of your effects? I know, um, I mean, you know, I know Jim, yeah. kind of long exposure, but you know, some, you, you create these really cool like shapes and kind of scenes with, with your light. Like, do you use, what kind of tools do you use okay. guess, to, to do all that? So for a couple, I don't want to give away all my secrets, well, yeah, right? No, don't, yeah, <laughs> no I'm, kidding. Don't, don't I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people ask me this, and um, what I do mainly, my favorite thing to do is when I take some steel wool, right, okay. I get an egg whisk, all right, then I tape that egg whisk to a keychain. I put the steel wool in the egg whisk so I can spin it, and then I light it on fire. Cool. So all those sparks and all that craziness that you yeah. see flowing around, yeah, that's fire while I'm spinning the egg whisk. Cool, very mm -hmm. cool. So that's you, like when, when we see an image that doesn't have a subject in it, that's actually you there. Right, the right. Other. Okay, very neat. Very For instance, um, the night shift on I-65 mm -hmm. picture that is out there on display, that was literally on I-65. Okay. I was, I 
ran across, jumped on the median in between. You have the northbound lane and the southbound lane. Jumped up there, um, you know, told my buddy, hit the shutter as soon as I get this fire going. And sparks went flying and we had to pretty much just hop out of there as soon as we yeah. did that. But how, like, what, how lengthy of an exposure do you usually do? I mean, for that, um, 15 to 30 seconds. Oh, okay. So yeah. really quick. Yeah, yeah. Kind of just try to make it a one and done thing. Do you ever get, um, like say you're out there at night, you know, I guess you probably want to go when there's not a lot of people out, but you're right. people that are like, what is he doing? Absolutely. <laughs> and like I just said, on with the night shift on I-65 piece, so many people were just like flying by. It was a, sure, it was a busy yeah. week night. And yeah. so um, it only took one shot for that picture, but that's all I needed because we were out of there. We didn't stick around to find out <laughs> if anyone called the cops. Yeah, sure. I've had the cops called on me plenty of times, actually. Like, oh man, we're just taking pictures, you know. Yeah. Just doing the Yeah, creative. people are usually like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. I can see how people would be a little, oh yeah. What's, what's he doing over there? But some people are like, like, that's cool. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, I've yeah. had people come up to me while I'm like shooting on the square. I've done, I've done that on the square, shooting okay. people's cars and stuff. So do you take a lot of car pictures? Love cars, yes, okay. I take lots of car pictures. I, um, Nightline is the hobby for me. Cars, also the hobby. Mm -hmm. I do real estate, I do portraiture, I do. So you actually work yes. in this book? Okay. Yes. Okay, very cool, very cool. How does your, I guess your work photos differ from your fun photos? Um, well, with my fun photos, I just get to do whatever I want with it. Sure. But with something professional, you have to stick to a script. You know, you have to yeah. um, make sure it's what the consumer wants instead of just doing whatever you, what want. you want. Yeah. You know how to make it look good, but you still got to mm -hmm. cater, I guess, to, exactly. their, to their needs. Mm -hmm. um, so I noticed that some of your images include human subjects, whereas others don't. And the one I wanted to point out was the um, tornado image. I can't remember what the title is. Aftermath. Aftermath. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, it's just this amazing, like, kind of surreal sort of looking image. How, how do you decide, I guess, what needs some sort of light manipulation and, and what doesn't? Because, I mean, obviously, when you look at that photograph, you know, it doesn't need anything. It's right. all just right there. Yeah. Um, so with Aftermath, actually, I just wanted to capture that moment in history it, for it, in its raw form, you know. Um, and just so we're clear for yeah. the record, we're talking about um, an image of a very heavily tornado damaged area that was from the Bowling Green tornado in December of 21? 21, yeah. Okay, it seems yeah. like so long ago I know, at this I know. point. But, uh, sorry to interrupt you, go back. You're fine. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to capture that moment in time for its rawness, you know, something that should never be forgotten, sure. you know, and I wanted to give it through a perspective that you might not see because I actually, when I took that, I had to you know, slip between some police barriers while cops were sitting and that was actually 3 a.m. that morning. Yeah, the, or the following day okay, after they sure. were starting to clean it up a little bit, yeah. but everything was still just laying around. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It was, I lived close to that area and so it was, it was pretty wild. It was yeah. neat to see that because it really is kind of reflective of that you know, those few days after where mm -hmm. everybody's just kind of like, what do we yeah. do? Um, and I think you did a really good job. Thank you. That. Yeah. That, that picture actually did, I did get a lot of backlash on that. Oh, believe really? it or not. Yes. Really? What, on social media. What, uh, um, just people, you know, messaging me like, oh, you shouldn't be out there like interfering with it and something like that. But my vision for it was 
to give the city something to remember it by, yeah, you know, sure. something that we can look back on and say, wow, you know, like we went through that and we came out of that not as a community. All, not all art has to be, you know, something that makes everybody happy. Mm -hmm. you know? Right. It, it can be, you know, things it's you're documenting almost, you know, and um, I guess, you know, and things like that, you know, a lot of people probably they when they think of photography, they go to photojournalism immediately, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what do you think is different from, you know, like your tornado picture as opposed to, I mean, you're really focused, I guess, on the art aspect of mm -hmm. the photography, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, I was debating not even going out that night just because, you know, it being, being my community, it definitely, like, you know, has an impact on me, whether sure. I've lost as much as someone else or I haven't. Yeah. But I, I knew I needed to. I knew I needed to go out and capture that because it's bigger than just what I want to do. Or for me, it's, you know, someone else might see it and think, wow, you know, like, I can, you know, appreciate this. Sure. Well, and, you know, I mean, we all can contribute in our, our own different ways. So, you know, do what you're good at. To, right, right. As far as, you know, criticism's concerned, I think, you know, you did a good thing by taking that picture personally. Um, so as far as, like, you know, you, you know you're going to go to I-65 tonight and take a picture, do you do a lot of pre-planning as to, like, this Not is at all. what I want it to look like? Nothing? Not at all. So you just, you kind of have your tools and you just go and, and do it? I go out and I want to do something that I haven't done before. Um, how can I make this different than the last? Sure. How can this stand out? Um, and um, yeah, it's basically all it is. I mean, I take my tools with me. I don't always use them, so yeah. Just, you have them there. I have them. Is it the same with like subjects, like a human subject? You know, do you plan on, or is it just like maybe your buddy's there and you just throw him in a picture, or do you? Um, for some of them, I'll say, hey, let's, all I'll say is, hey, let's go to the spot and maybe we can capture something cool. And we just kind of experiment around and see what looks good, you know? Sure. Are you one who takes a bunch of pictures, or do you take try to get like the perfect picture and just take one or two? Um, that's that's a hard question because sometimes I have I have it in mind. Sometimes I do, but other times I'll take a different picture and be like, "Wow, that's better than what I even imagined." Sure. So it's almost like an experiment mm -hmm. in the field. Yeah. Pretty cool. So I guess you know the the title of your show is Nightline. Right. Right. Um, right. You know, it's kind of this subliminal, hidden. Um, Side. Tell me about your, your the light side of your work, I guess. The light side of my work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the light side of my work, I love to travel, like mm -hmm. I mentioned. I love to take travel videos. I have a couple on YouTube, um, and it's me just hanging out with friends, being in the sun, not under the moon in the nighttime, you know, um, just cutting up, you know, having a good time. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a lighter side, lighter side of my work is just anything in the daytime. Tropical, you know, like, like I mentioned, there's night and there's day, like there's yin and yang, you know, they kind of balance each other out. And um, the whole thing with Nightline is to embrace the darker side of myself just as much as people see the lighter side. Like a balance. Sort of. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Star Wars, sort of. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all I've got. Is there, there anything else that you uh, like that? Something I do like to ask is, you know, if, if, and I know you haven't been out in the field 
too long, but what would you say to a young artist that's just getting, you know, started fresh out of school, yeah. wanting to kind of do what you do? What so you if I'm talking to like a high schooler right now, I would say, do not feel pressured to do what everyone else wants you to do, whether that's taking a photojournalism class at Western. Mm -hmm. People ask me, oh, you take photojournalism? No, I, I, I never took a class for anything. Yeah. Um, do what you want because it's going to get recognized one way or another and you're going to feel so accomplished when it is recognized. Well, Andrew, thanks again and keep the creativity flowing. Thank you for listening to Art Actuelle, hosted by Jack LeSueur at the Downing Museum in Bowling Green, Kentucky. We hope you enjoyed this interview. You can see Andrew's work on his Instagram, at NightLion, with two N's, where you can also find his website, alternate accounts, and booking information. Stay tuned for more interviews with local creatives from South Central Kentucky. And until next time, keep the creative juices flowing.